This is a Project Humanoid production. Whammo. Project Humanoid, this is Murder My Dude. I'm BP Burke. And today I'm Jackson Wells. And today it's the new and improved Murder My Dude? Uh, the uh, no, more focused Murder My Dude? No, the... I, uh, sure, but I don't feel that we're new right now. I think we're doing uh. the same thing. It's like, we're doing the same intro. I think we should, it should be something like this. You're listening to Murder My Dude. I'm BP Burke. I'm Jackson Wells. I don't even say today. I'm Jackson Wells. That's old show. Oh. That's old hat. This is new hat. This is brand new hat. Hat. Yeah. Right. And is so, it a, is it a more like fall appropriate hat? Yeah, yeah, a I, knit cap of sorts. And I'm dressed like those women that are dressed like Han Solo. Okay, yeah, I have those like, like a vest. Yeah, and and the 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 tan pants or brown pants or whatever it is with mm-hmm. those like almost knee high leather boots and a crop. Are you going to short shoot first? So. I'm not a big Star Wars fan. Is that a, that's a Star Wars reference? Yes. I don't yeah. know shit about Star Wars. The infamous or famous cantina scene. Oh. Uh, where Han, Luke Skywalker meets Han Solo. Mm-hmm. He's meeting with his bounty hunter, Greedo. Oh. And in the original cut of Star Wars, they have a fight and Han shoots Greedo. Oh, okay. Uh, because Han's just like, I don't like you. I'm going to shoot you. That's very murdery. So that fits on this show. And... And then there's a firefight, but like Han. There was a firefight. That's a different that? movie. That's the Boondock Saints. Yeah. Then in the uh, the version they put out in 1997, the the master, remastered version, mm-hmm. Greedo shoots first, but what? Han shoots shoots him back. Mm. So like a lot of Star Wars fans prefer the cut where Han shoots first. Okay. Well, you can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes... It's like it's like if Forrest Gump was singing it. Yeah. Can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes... Yeah. You might find... A box of chocolate. If that's what you need. I don't know if I anybody don't, needs I'm, I'm, a box of chocolates. I'm diabetic. It's a luxury. But even if you're not diabetic... Oh, nobody, stop it. Nobody, nobody's going to yes, die no, without their box of chocolates. We don't fucking need anything, right? You need... We do. We need, we need electricity. We need communication it's just the way the fucking world I was thinking works food it. water air but yeah yeah and chocolate is, and chocolate is food so it counts you don't get to dictate Sustenance. what i don't need and i i i have to live off of chocolate if i'm not diabetic now yeah. i i'm speaking as a person that's not diabetic yeah i need i but me i'm diabetic mm-hmm. so i can't live is jackson wells the character diabetic no oh no he shoots he shoots chocolate in his veins like heroin oh yeah i'd rather eat it it's brown tar heroin I'd rather eat chocolate. It seems like if you inject it, you're not going to get the flavor. I've watched you eat. Yeah. You inhale food. I, that's why I said, I'm like, how do you even enjoy it? You're like, I enjoyed it. I'm like, yeah, not as long as I did. Because I chew more. I chew a well, lot after more. after a couple of chews, it's just like a tasteless mush. You're supposed to chew so many times, but you just, you're like, I'm going to gobble ghoul. I'm going to gobble gas. And it just goes down. 
And they go, hey. Right. That's what I do. You go, what's the matter you? I do. You become very Italian. I do. I, I'm very stereotypically Italian. I go, shut up of your face. Yeah. You go, hey, I'm going to smack you with the gravy. Yeah. I don't know how to smack somebody with gravy, but. Well. I guess you you put it in your hand and then you smack the person. So correct. It's like a gravy smack. Right. Uh, I may or may not know someone that farts on their hand and smacks their kid in the face and goes, uh, stink slap. Yeah, you might know somebody that does that. Yeah. Not, not, I mean, when they do it, it's not hard. <laughs> I'm not farting on my hand and smacking my children hard. Right. Now, is the h- fart not hard or is the smack not hard or are the they f- both not hard? The fart, from what I've been told and smelled, is very, very hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so we've moved off of a different topic for the new show uh, and somehow it went to this. So basically, it's the, the same. Yeah, it's that's still murder, my dude. Oh, okay. it, it's the same murder. People like murder, my dude. You I don't know. always get positive feedback but, on the show besides that one person that thought things were racist. Well, <laughs> look, uh, if if any, there's a lot of there's uh, a lot of any anybody's racist today, and everybody's racist, and you know, and nobody's racist if you're a certain race or something. I don't know. I I'm very confused. I think that there's one true way uh to be a racist and that's literally if you don't like somebody from another race because they're from another race which i've never experienced like no no no. okay all right that's the wrong i have experienced it i've never had those sentiments Mm -hmm. Uh, jackson was the character or right the real me now your other character which one is super racist? He's not, there's no I I, I portray no racist your, characters. Your character Je- Samuel the racist there's, guy. There's no is Samuel super the, racist. There's no. You're thinking of Sam the cooking guy, and oh. he's on. He's a YouTuber. Is there a YouTuber racist. called Sam the racist no, guy? <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> no, there's not. And I. And Why you, not? Because because as funny as we think it is, yeah. other people wouldn't find you. Like, you can't joke about that, and and I don't like those people. But I also. I just think of his jingles like, it's Sam the racist guy. I don't like you because of your race. Yeah. Sam the racist Boo! guy. <laughs> and that's just people booing him afterward. He, but he also boos their race. Oh, yeah. I'm going to boo your race. Ha! He, he speaks. I don't almost, like you. You're a different race. He almost speaks like he's so uh, racist. Like, like, like he's an anime character. Ha <laughs> 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 You are a different race. Yeah. Ha <laughs> Korean man. That's what he, poor Koreans. Right, yeah. I like Koreans. I love Koreans. I'm yeah. a fan of K-pop. I'm not. I hate K-pop. I, 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 I don't even know not, about K-pop. First of all, you're not. You're <laughs> fucking lying. You like, like cake pops, you asshole. Mm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You like cake pops. Uh, but but no, I I do play a character, uh, Jackson Wells, that that toes the line of being a Trump supporter, but, but after January 6th or whatever that date was, he's yeah. not a fan anymore. Yeah. He's like, I can't, I can't be a, so, so the character washed his hands of that whole situation. The character of Jackson Wells. Now the real person that plays Jackson Wells, I'm not going to say his name, uh, who is also me, doesn't like that stuff at all. Like really is, I just, I just think that it, I'm not really a uh, political person. I'm not. I was for like two minutes. I thought it was like, oh, we need this. But I, but I, I've quickly realized that it doesn't matter. It just does, doesn't matter. 
good or bad, you're going to be seen as an asshole, you know, for you're not, you're not left enough. You're not right enough. You're not whatever, you know, and it's just like, yeah, okay. And I want to go to somebody. You're not centrist enough. You need to have no real opinions on things. And and the thing is, is that like when, when we come on the show and when we do this, I think we, we've got, we've talked about this privately. We're like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have done things like maybe we shouldn't have, you know, been too political yeah i i I regret going into going as deep in the i don't regret anything that i've ever done anything i've made mistakes i don't regret it i regret most things i've done that's that's i regret about 98 that's not a good way right and 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 you you haven't taken the time to change your thinking and if you have it would be much better for for your mindset to not th- to not care about look there's one thing you should care about whether or not you're an actual good person not whether you fucked up or not because that's on the, at that point it's on them not you mm-hmm. like your your whole thing is when you're talking to somebody you don't want to and it's not just you there's a lot of people like this you don't want to flub you don't want to say something messed up or whatever for how people are going to perceive you right it should never be that because that's on them how they perceive you can't control how somebody else sees you Right. Mm-hmm. Somebody may go, oh, you're an Eagles fan. I fucking hate you. You're a piece of shit. The Eagles fucking they 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 fucked Santa with a carrot or some shit. I that might have been. I know I know something with Frosty the Snowman was involved. I I mean, come on. They, I know he had a button nose, not a carrot. Batteries and snowballs. Yeah. Uh, which is the, the name of our new album. Oh, OK. Batteries and snowballs. But. That's a good tie-in to uh, the big announcement we have. Hey, let's just fucking say it. Yeah, we got a new show coming. We have out. a new show. So, so we tried another one. We had Pedantic, and I like Pedantic a lot. But I'm gonna, excuse me, I'm gonna be honest. It wasn't getting the traction that I was hoping that it would get. I threw out some topics like uh, EC Comics. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was a fun show. Um, our our the biggest one, our biggest. <laughs> listenership show what mm-hmm. words uh most listened the to most show. listened show that we had most listened to show we had was fully loaded hot dog yeah which i don't understand i don't know anything i don't and i looked at it and i'm like why why what did we even talk about i on don't that show? fucking know i think it was just about oh because it, it was about 7-eleven yeah i would come oh, yeah, home yeah, from yeah. school sev. right and i would go to the sev and i would stop and i would get literally a fully loaded hot dog i put uh chili so, relish onions cheese so, mustard ketchup pickles everything on it fully so, loaded. so keep your eyes peeled on project humanoid.com for our new our new show fully loaded hot dog it's not it's actually called sundays at midnight it's not uh, sundays at midnight every other sunday at midnight no it's uh, it's it is partially loaded hot dog it is on a on a, a quote-unquote bun call it a bun i will smack your mother yeah. uh don't don't call it a bun i've heard hoagie bun before that really philly cheesesteak sandwich souffle <laughs> on a bun that's it. It's the it's, new show. It's called Cheesesteak Suplex. It's, that's the name. No, literally, that's it's not the name Philly Cheesesteak Suplex sandwich on a bun. It's not. Oh, it's not. That's our second toasted third. on a toasted bun grinder on a Philly Suplex grinder. It's called a Philly hot dog cheesesteak plex with peppers McTwist. with peppers and cheese and a partridge gouda. in a pear tree with gouda with. Mm. Ugh. I don't know. I've never. I, I don't know if I've ever had Gouda knowingly. I'm sure I've had Gouda on something. Yeah. I'm a fan of provolone. I'm a fan, right. a fan of. That, uh, listen, <laughs> listen. No, we're not talking about. No, here. we have. We have oh. another show. It's called Cheesesteak Suplex. We're wrestling, talking about cheesesteak and suplexes. Please. Oh, stop. Wrestling, sports, fucking 
pop culture. Yeah, whatever. Whatever the fuck we want to talk about, we'll talk about. We tried that with Pedantic, but we tried throwing in, like, like just get delving into... Um, did you say diving or delving? Delving. I say delving. Yeah. And I hear so many people say, I'm going to dive into that. I'm like, do you mean delve? But does it matter? Is it like, I uh, guess it's interchangeable. It doesn't right? matter to me. Really doesn't matter to me. Oh, fuck. Nobody uh, knows that reference. Good. A lot of you guys want to see me in agony. Good thing that's not a wrestling reference because yeah. that's not allowed on this Oh, show. what are you going to do? Find me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we have that new show, Cheesesteak Suplex. Uh, I hope you listen to it. If, yeah. If you like fun banter, it's look, we go off on tangents here. You know, this first 20 minutes or so of this show is bullshit. Then we get into other, uh, to other segments and that's the whole that from, from here on out, I do want to tighten this up and not have these bullshit <laughs> segments. Oh, I like a little banter. Maybe it has to be 20 minutes, but. 10 minutes here and there it's, it's cool i, I mean of, of really off topic things oh okay is what i'm saying um like if we're gonna talk about cheesesteaks literally yeah we have another we have, we a, have show. a show that has it in the name yeah, yeah so that's where the cheesesteak talk goes or so any kind of talk goes. any kind of food or yeah. or act maneuvers what a maneuver yeah actionable maneuver i just wanted to say that phrase which is oh. I don't know why. One actionable maneuver is uh, murder, and that's what yeah. we're going to talk about today. We have a lot of murder news. And there's a, there's we are a... actually going to talk about cheesesteaks later, but that's good time. That segment, that segment of the show is going to be sponsored by Cheesesteak Suplex. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Did you contact them? Yes, I, I talked to one of the hosts, and okay, and you said it was cool. All right, which one? Me. Okay. Okay. Sweet. I said it was cool. Yeah. How many people are on that show? two that i know of unless, i i know that we have a co-host that i don't know about I, which is entirely possible it's not a co-host but oh. i know that we have kind of like a contributor oh yeah we have mr ranting too oh yeah yeah he was around back when we did uh the cheap shot uh-huh or gorilla position cheap shot one of those shows yeah cheap shot was it cheap shot yeah. mm-hmm. so it was like our eighth wrestling show they were trying out yeah okay well anyway we have uh we have a fun show today it's not very fun no it's gonna be uh, we, we try to make it fun but we're gonna talk about some very depressing things yeah we're gonna talk about three people dying so how fun could actually six if you count who died the worst uh earlier i mentioned uh we, we, were, we were talking about like except for that one person that they called us racist um and you know it's easy to call somebody that and then have it tagged on I think that there's a lot of divisiveness uh, in in the media today and with just the, the past few years. Like, look, there's always been that that rift. There's always been that separation, black and white, red, blue, whatever. Um, but we're going to get into something on This Week in Murder. And it has uh, something to do with what I was reading earlier, too. So... I'll talk about this first, and then I'll get into what I, what, what I want to tell you about. Remind me about Vice. Vice. Remind me about that. So, without further ado, it's time for This Week of Murder! Vice. Death of Van Life YouTuber dominates headlines. Yeah, we kind of had to talk about this one. We, we, always, we always joked about uh, lately because the show is bi-weekly now, and I usually prep This Week in Murder first. I'm bi-daily. And, <laughs> and, um... Sexual preference. So, is it really a preference? Would you say you're by what? 
I said, I'm bi daily. It was, uh, oh. uh, am I really bi though? Uh, it's, uh, whatever. It doesn't have really. Uh, so yeah, this, this is the, uh, the story that's been all over the internet this week. Mm. We kind of had to do a last second rewrite and make sure this was in there. We got to talk about, uh, this story because the internet has been gripped yeah. by the disappearance of 22 year old Gabby Petito sure. of North Point, Florida, yeah. who was reported missing by her family back on September 11th. Uh, Gabby and her fiance. And, and at that point she's already missing for two weeks, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah, they, they hadn't heard from her in about two weeks. Okay. Uh, and Gabby and her fiance, Brian Laundrie, uh, both were originally from Long Island, New York. They both lived, as it would say there, on Long Island. On Long Island, yeah. Uh, they had embarked on a cross-country journey. We and, say we would say in Long Island yeah. or on Long Island, but they say on. Mm-hmm. Them in Chicago with the on fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had embarked on a cross-country journey in Gabby's white 2012 Ford Transit van, okay. a journey they planned on documenting on their YouTube page, Nomadic Static. So I guess, maybe, I don't know if they were fully into that whole nomad thing. Like I, after It's cool. I, I, I dig it. I uh, like their van, too. I would turn it into a food truck, but okay. Did you see the movie Nomadland with Frances McDormand? No, I haven't. It's about this lifestyle, and they actually okay. had like actual nomads in some of it as actors. It's people who, like... A lot of them are like older people whose kids are grown or they don't really have a family and they just want to kind of get away from it all. So sure. they they get in a van and they go like just drive around and there's like some places that are like communities where they like kind of pull their resources together and uh, they'll like cook food for each other and sell yeah, stuff I they mean, make. And I like that. I, I like in the movie. They work at like national parks and shit. I like that lifestyle. I think it's pretty cool. Um it's a depressing movie, but it's just because of the way the movie kind of shakes out. It, it makes me think it's like, like when I, I think about stuff like this and another one, I think it was a, a girl that was that went hiking like 22 years old in like mm-hmm. Wyoming or something. Yeah. And they found her body under rocks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, you, you don't know about this? I don't. Think oh, yeah. So. They just discovered her, her body under fucking rocks. 22 year old girl oh, that wow. went hiking. Like, hey, 22 year olds, stay home. Don't take a hike. There's a pandemic. Stop being, you know, nomad at the world. And uh, nomad at the world. Nomad at the world. And uh, stay the fuck home. So that page, that nomadic static page uh, only produced one video and it was published over a month ago. But and, uh, apparently it, it was published after. Like if people had noticed that when it when it was published. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. It was a weird like. There was this thing I was reading about it, and people were like, did you notice when it was published? So, I don't know. There's something... I didn't really look into it that much, but I just keep... Him, uh, I think there's something to do with when it was published, and it seems very shady. Huh. Like, if it was published after... Right. She'd already been missing, or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, you'd have to look into it. It's from what I... I it's one of these things where you're, you're, like, reading stuff on, like, Instagram or something, or Facebook... And you kind of just like, oh, that's interesting. But then you go on to something else. I should have wrote it down. But anyway. So, yeah, since then, uh, Gabby last spoke with her family over FaceTime. So it's like a confirmed like visual contact on August 21st. Okay. And that was while she and Brian were in Utah. Uh, Gabby then texted her mother, or maybe it was Gabby. Now we think it probably wasn't Gabby that texted her mother on September 30th. Uh, Brian Laundrie, her boyfriend, still driving the Ford Transit, returned to their home in North Point, on September 1st, and Gabby was not with him. 
So uh, police in Utah had pulled the couple over on August 12th when they were seemingly in the midst of a domestic dispute. Witnesses at Arches National Park in Utah had uh, called police after witnessing an altercation between Gabby and Brian. Another 911 call saw a witness in Moab, Utah, uh, close by, claimed that they saw Brian slap Gabby and chase her up a sidewalk. During the traffic stop, Gabby is reported to have tried to slap Brian but wound up scratching him instead. Uh, Police didn't charge anyone with a crime, uh, but instead left Brian with the van and found a hotel room for Gabby, citing, quote, insufficient evidence to justify criminal charges. Their reports labeled it a mental-slash-emotional break, not a domestic assault. Uh, the, the nomadic static video was posted on the 19th, uh, a yeah. week after the incident. The couple were seen leaving a hotel in Utah on the 24th, the day before Gabby's final FaceTime conversation with her family. Quote, she sounded good, Gabby's mother, Nicole Schmidt, said, and excited to continue her trip and excited to start her YouTube channel. She seemed okay. Since returning without Gabby, Brian has been tight-lipped and has since disappeared himself. North Point's police spokesperson, uh, Josh Taylor, has said that Brian has an, quote, enormous amount of pressure to provide answers, but remain clear that he was not wanted for a crime at this stage, although given recent evidence that may change very soon. Brian Laundrie, however, is nowhere to be found. Police have been searching for him at the Carlton Reserve near Venice, Florida, where Brian's family claimed he told them he was going. In the recent days before the recording of this episode, uh, there have been developments. This is like a. This is probably going to be more developments between now and when this episode goes live. If there's like an arrest made, maybe we'll even do like a break in later this week, uh, just to kind of do an update. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, we'll a- absolutely. Do that. We'll do I, like unsolved mysteries. Yeah, update. Update. Uh, th- uh. Th- this is a, this is a really important one. Look, I have a I have a 12 year old daughter. I have a 14 year old son. Today, as a matter of fact, my oldest boy is 14 today. Happy birthday, Lachlan. Uh, and my youngest boy is going to be 11 next month. Um, I have young kids, man, being, being a father, it, it just like, when you, I think when you don't have kids, you, you look at it, you're like, oh, that's really sad, you know? But when you have kids and we, especially when you have a daughter and you think of something like this, you're like, if you're empathetic, like I am, I'm an empath. I know I, I, I come across as an asshole and I am an asshole. I'll, I'll admit it. I'm an asshole. I think. I think everybody's got a little bit of good and bad in them, right? You think? Yeah. Like most people, like yin, I mean, some people have more yin. than one of one than the other. Right, yeah. right, right. I think I'm more good than bad, but I have I definitely have my asshole moments. Whatever it is, mental illness, whatever you want to, you know, uh, call it. I I have my my moments, but I think I'm a good guy. And overall, I think I'm a good guy. But I'm a father first, and I've really, really, really felt for, you know, this girl's family. You know, I don't know the situation. I don't know what happened. I don't know. And I, you know, I thought about this because you could look at it and you could go, well, if she did get killed, did he like what happened between them? And it doesn't matter. She, she's, she's dead. Yeah, police haven't really released how. Right. And this, this happened. And we'll get into that eventually. You know, we'll talk about that even when yeah, the I'm world sure we'll knows. Be, we'll be doing updates on this case for a little bit. I'm sure we're also not gonna be the first ones that, that have come through with breaking news. Yeah, yeah. But but you'll hear our take on it. Uh, you my, don't go to MSNBC for dick jokes. Don't come to murder my dude for breaking news. I mean, you can. If you're really slow on your news your news cycle, maybe we can break news for you. It would be nice if you came here. Look, our, our main topic is from 
1990. Maybe this is the first time you've heard of it, and we're breaking the news to you. I'm sure we broke the news on who died the worst. Like, people didn't know those people died that way. Right. So, you'll learn things by murder from Murder My Dude. We're what we call infotainment. We're informative. Right. Entertainment. Entertainment. Oh. Yeah. We're informative containment. Infotainment. We're, we're contained. So, uh, in recent days before the recording of this episode, remains deemed likely to be those of Gabby Petito mm-hmm. were found in an undeveloped camping area near Bridger Teton National Forest in the Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming. Update! Autopsy results are back. This is within, like, the last few hours. And uh, it has confirmed these are the remains of Gabby Petito. 100%. <sighs> See, which is... You, you kind of hope that it's not, you know, but yeah, it's going to be a small, very small sliver of hope that she's just missing. Right. But no, they they, they have confirmed it is her. Uh, the manner of death has been ruled a homicide and uh, the cause of death re- uh, remains pending the final autopsy results, according to the FBI. Uh, the FBI in Denver said uh, that they think that they are looking for anybody who may have uh, been in contact with Gabby Petito or Brian Laundrie or her, may have visited uh, this campus, uh, this camping area, the Spread Creek Dispersed Camping Area, between August 27th and August 30th, which I guess is when they're thinking the murder actually happened. Uh, so these remains were found Sunday, and as we record this today on Tuesday the 21st, uh, it is confirmed that they are the remains of Gabby Petito. That is the uh, latest development in this case, unless in a few seconds here you hear update. There's uh, no saving great silver lining, whatever you want to say. But I guess at this point, now that there's a, it's you know for sure it's her. Yeah. So there's no more wondering. And we kind of knew. I, I think everybody, everybody uh, the yeah. parents were probably at peace with it. it uh, not at peace with it. But, but they, uh, they probably had, knew deep down it was. You, you know, you hope for a miracle, but yeah. one's probably not coming. Um. Since then, police have since uh, the, the remains were found on Sunday, police have executed search warrants at Gabby and Brian's home in Florida, and also the home of Brian's parents. A hard drive found in Brian and Gabby's van during the execution of another search warrant is said to have contained quote evidence relevant to providing uh, to proving rather that a felony has been committed. Uh, and here's where I think an update will come in if we do update this before we go up on Sunday. As of this recording. Brian Laundrie is still at large, uh, and they definitely are looking for him. Okay, um, here's here's my. We want thing. to talk about Vice, right? Yes. Here's my here's my issue with that. Uh, I, I have two I have two things. I read a, a a thing earlier. It was an article on Vice, and it was talking about how, while basically while the country and, and the world seemingly is focused on this Gabby Petito thing, uh, black and indigenous cases get overlooked. And that and is I, 100% true. And it is true. It is true. Um, but the thing is, is that they do get overlooked. Mm-hmm. But you got to remember at the same time what's going to work for these columns. Like... It's it, you're also advice. You're also using her name. Right. The same way that Fox is using it. You're, you're using it because if you put Gabby Petito in your headline, you're probably going to get clicks. Even if you're saying like other things get overlooked because of Gabby Petito, you're still getting, yeah. you know, it's marketing. 
You're hitting the hot button. And that's just, they're doing the same. They're literally doing the same thing. The reason why I bring this up is because while it, it, it I think, first of all, everybody should get, you know, it, it should, but but there's so many missing cases. There's so many stories like this mm-hmm. that they just they do pick and choose. And maybe and they usually do pick and choose the attractive young white. Girl. The, exactly. They do. They do. Because it you got to know your audience and what's your what's your main audience. Right. And if it's cable news, your main audience is old white people. And I said this before about I brought this up. I don't know which show it was, but let me let me get this out. When you're over in India and you have a Superman character, right? Uh-huh. Your Superman is portrayed by an Indian. Now, if we have a, an Asian character from like anime mm-hmm. and over here, like Ghost in the Shell, we had what was her name? Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Uh, people are, are, you know, upset about uh, cultural appropriation and all this stuff. But what they're failing to realize is, hey, most of the people watching this is white. So they're trying to just hit their demographic. They're, they're catering to what is the mo- most of the audience. Yeah, that's that's the marketing idea behind right. it. And, I, I, and I think with Ghost in the Shell specifically, they pissed off anime fans who wanted a faithful representation. G- yes. But and the, the movie didn't do too well, I don't think. Right. The movie probably didn't do too well because of that. But you got to remember, if you're an Asian person, what are you going to are you going to appeal to a, a big audience like now we know. With that one Marvel movie, Shang Chi, Shang Chi, yeah. that and that crushed, that yeah. crushed it. So now, now they know because I, th- I think that they didn't want to take chances. Now they understand a little bit better. I think that it's a little, a little odd to to, to get so mad at, at, at everybody. Like I said, you have a Superman character, Spider Man, or whatever over in India. It's going to be an Indian character playing. Not they're not bringing over a white guy, even though Superman is a he's supposed to be a six foot three, two hundred and twenty five pound, you know white guy with black hair and blue eyes well, he's an alien it just so happens to look like a white guy because he was created by white guys yeah you know white guy alien sure uh but that's how he was created and he was created to look like some old uh hollywood you know movie star uh but anyway the thing is with 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 vice is you're doing it but you're adding to the divisiveness they should be doing the opposite right they have vice right in their name yeah they should be adding to the visiveness. Yeah, the, the visiveness. Uh, but no, but you do. You do add that by by saying that because now people are going, oh, f- like, oh, fuck this bitch. Yeah. And, and that's what I don't ever want to see. That's a misguided thing. If you're taking this out on Gabby Petito, the, the, the victim here. Right. Be- like the real victim in this specific case. And there are other victims out there that don't yeah. get the, the, the media play. Uh, but the real victim is Gabby Petito, yes. And another thing that I want to touch on is with the parents. Uh, was his name Brian Laundry? Mm-hmm. Leave his fucking parents alone. He did, they didn't do. They have nothing to unless they're hiding. But then again, unless they're covering it up, unless, right? But in which case, law enforcement should be all over them. Sure, but we don't know that they are. So right. let's not assume that they are. Right. That that's up to. I'm not a cop. So no. And, and they, but this I happens. Have to tell you if I'm a. This cop. happens far too often where everybody's playing armchair detective and yeah. armchair. You know, and they're like, my dad was like that. My dad was that type of person. He would be like, I think he's fucking guilty. And I'm like, based on what? And I'm like, the way he fucking looks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right, Sherlock. There you go. Yeah. All right, fucking, uh, 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 what's his name? Our, our, with the mustache, our little guy. Poirot. Poirot. 
The little gray cells told me he's fucking guilty. Yeah, he's fucking guilty. Give me my fucking eggs. This egg ain't the same size as the other fucking egg. Wait. You fucking sneak. You're a fucking sneak. That's what my dad said. Anyway. Uh, just the thing is, is like when you're putting articles out like that, goddamn man, like just stop adding to the. There's enough fucking racist shit here. There's enough fucking hatred between blacks and whites and uh, whatever. And maybe use your platform to shine a light on some of the indigenous people that are missing or the right. uh, people of color, right. blacks, Latin people. Exactly. That are missing. Like you have the you. Like Vice is a pretty big website. Uh, Vice can, if, if I'm sure there are many, many, many uh, missing people whose families would love to have their their story, their family's member story, plastered all over Vice.com. And instead of Go and instead it. of shitting on the fact that Gabby Petito is getting so much coverage, like I said, you're doing the same thing by using her name. Yeah, here's the thing about the media in America: it's not very good. The media stinks. Everybody hates the media because they're not very good at their job. Use your fucking platform. Cover indigenous and 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 POC yeah. cases, you know. Do that instead of instead of focusing and and using and complaining about it while using that too. Yeah. Get down with POC. That's uh, you know, it's disingenuous. So okay, that's what I have. Next one, uh, one killed, two injured, and brawl at Pat Steaks after soccer game. I told you we would talk about cheese steaks on the show. Yeah, story- you, you said cheese steaks. That ain't a fucking cheese steak. That's a fucking mess. This story brought to you by Cheesesteak Suplex. Every other Sunday on ProjectHumanoid.com. Yeah, I guess it is. Uh, Fans of Mexico City's Club America Mm -hmm. outnumbered the local crowd at Chester PA's Subaru Park when the legendary Mexican club eliminated the hometown Philadelphia Union from the CONCACAF CONCACAF Uh, Champions League on September 15th. That is the region of the world that the United States and North North and South America are in. Okay. For uh, soccer purposes. Gotcha. I think it's just like the US, Canada, Mexico, Central America. I think South America has something like Brazil and Argentina. Right. Uh, The real story happened later that night at famous tourist trap Pat's King of Steaks, where a fight erupted around 2 a.m. And by the way, Pat's, if you're not familiar with Pat's, let's give a little rundown. Pat uh, Pat Oliveri is that yeah Pat is, Oliveri Pat, Pat uh, is supposedly the one that created the cheesesteak. Mm-hmm. This is where Pat's is like supposedly the original cheesesteak, mm-hmm. um, like the original original cheesesteak. Uh, I I'm it's I guess it's one of those like you're up like my uncle would say that he'd be like yeah Pat's graded for like one two in the morning. Yeah. You know, you go you go to a, a bar or something and then you leave the bar and then you go to Pat's because nothing else is really open. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I'm never go to fucking Wawa for a cheesesteak. Yeah. I don't even go to Wawa for hoagies. There's not a Wawa around here. No, but I'm saying, yeah. like in general, like, I've been to Wawa lately. Like I've been to Wawa a few times. Yeah, I haven't gotten a sandwich though. I I will get a Wawa hoagie. Like yeah. if I should take that back. I did eat a Wawa hoagie about a month and a half ago. I had one, I think, in the beginning of the summer. One time when we were going up to get my kid, because mm-hmm. he lives up in Jersey, and we stopped at a Wawa along the way. If you're not familiar with a Wawa. It's Canadian. That's a Canadian goose. And it's a big uh, chain, like a 7-Eleven uh, in PA, but it's it goes all the way down to Florida now. Um, Pat Steaks, you have Pat's and Geno's. They're the biggest two touristy ones. And then you have Jim's, which is the third biggest and the best out of the tourist ones. And then you have Tony Luke's. And which is another ones. big touristy one, yeah. Right. Um, 
but I think I think Jim's is the best album. All those. Anyway, let's get back to this Pat story. So the story is uh the, the victim here is 28 year old Isidro Cortez of Queens, New York. Okay. Who uh, was uh, caught up in this fight and was killed, and his father and a friend were injured. Mm-hmm. Surveillance video showed four suspects all wearing Club America soccer jerseys uh, or kits, as they call them. Mm-hmm. I guess it's the top of the kit. The kit is a shirt and the shorts. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and photos of the two getaway cars were released as well. And a $20,000 reward has been offered for information that results in the perpetrators being brought to justice. Quote, it was normal, Eduardo Rangel, a member of Cortez's family, told NBC News 4 in New York. Yeah. They were just talking about soccer and we decided to order the food. And when we went back, we, we started eating and I just noticed that they started throwing punches at him. And we tried to defend him, but there were too many. There were like around 12 people. Oh, jeez. Uh, the four suspects police are focused on hit and kick Cortez in the face and beat him with a garbage can lid. It's the latest in a string of violence at Pat's that is leading to an increased late night police presence there. David Padro, a 22 year old from Camden, was shot in the back after a fight there in July with Paul Burkert, 36, of Reading, uh, being arrested in connection. Burkert has claimed self-defense. Uh, police allege that a partic- that particular shooting followed an argument between Padro and Burkert over a parking spot yeah this this shit happens far too often and this is a big reason why i left philly yeah uh i love philly and i hate philly at the same time yeah this is not listen this is not a philly specific problem yeah i i it seems like some of the people involved in this if not all the people involved in this were just visiting this is a world specific yeah. problem you're gonna find this everywhere I'm guessing alcohol was involved here. Yeah, this is why people shouldn't drink. Yeah. Abstain. Pat's neighbor, neighbor Pat's neighbor oh, Gino's. Yeah. Was, I like, I like, uh, <laughs> like that's hey, it's my neighbor Gino. Hey Gino. Hey Pat. Pat's neighbor Gino's yeah. was the site of an infamous fight after the 2012 Winter Classic. I remember that. Which pit the Philadelphia Flyers against the New York Rangers. I remember that. That brawl, which broke out between a group of Flyers fans and a group of Rangers fans. Uh, resulted in one of those involved, an off-duty New Jersey police officer suffering a concussion. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, they are trying to step up a police presence there. Uh, we're definitely, they're definitely trying to um, to get things under control a little bit. And I don't, I don't get the the whole like bravado thing. I like when I lived in the city growing up. I just wanted to have friends. I just wanted friends. You know, uh, I get fighting you know if somebody like tries to to fucking punk you or some shit Mm -hmm. i get that but you know what you never know these days i said it to my mom because my my mom is one of those like in your face like i take shit off of nobody that happened to my dad uh now my dad my dad died so my dad died in 2013 probably about 2011 or so something like that he um he got an argument with a guy at a gas station and the guy came out and beat him with a baseball bat. I mean, he, his face was like all fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, how about you stop arguing with people? Yeah, you never know who's going to have a gun in their car. You don't know how crazy they are. And, like hidden on them. You don't, yeah. And I say to my mom, I'm like, mom, you need to stop fucking arguing with people. You know, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, well, you're going to give a fuck when you when you end up getting shot. Look, I get it. You have a gun. But mm-hmm. they but. Your your gun is for when you really need it. These people, they're crazy. Like 
there should be background checks. Yeah. You know, but Even then like people would fall through the cracks and stuff. Uh you know, yeah, they're gonna get them anyway. Um Look, man, it is what it is. And it isn't what it isn't. It's neither here nor there. It's there. In Philly. Right show. <laughs> uh but but honestly, this is this is a big reason why I left the city. Look, there's a lot there they are cleaning it up, and this is like you'll hear this happening every day. But you're gonna hear the same shit in New York. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's one of these things where that's particularly like that's something that we covered we could have covered i'm sure a very similar case that happened in ohio or louisiana or you know what i mean like we could have found something if you google some kind of shooting or or somebody died you're gonna find it in every fucking major city there's Mm -hmm. they happen all the fucking time so it's not like philly's worse than somewhere else i mean it might be as far as like the body count but but it's all bad you know you're yeah, gonna, bad things happen everywhere. Um, I sh- this shouldn't deter somebody from going to Philly. I th- I've been thinking about that, man. I'm like, I always said, like, when I move back to Philly, you know, like, nah, probably not. Only because of the scenery. Like, I like a yard, and I like, mm-hmm. I like the suburban type life. I don't like country life. I don't want to live out on a farm. Really, I'd rather live in a, in, in a nice neighborhood like a suburban neighborhood, like trick or treating and Christmas and all. That's what I prefer. That's why I love Delco. When we, when, when I moved to Delco, mm-hmm. I was like, that's home, dude. That's fucking home for me. You know, people love the city. They like row homes. That that's th- their, their lifestyle for me. It's, it's, it was nice to visit. And I had some good memories, a lot of shitty memories. Uh, but I prefer Delco. Anyway, Let's take a break. And- uh, actually, Uh-oh. in lieu of a break, uh, because we haven't really <sighs> recorded like a break thing for oh, that's for right. Cheesesteak Suplex, let's just do a live read. Yeah, check out Cheesesteak Suplex. It'll be coming uh, a week from the time you're listening to this. Uh, give us a shot. Check it out. Well, uh, it, it'll be recorded a week, right? It'll be recorded a week from the time we're recording this, but it's going to actually go up a week from the time this goes up. Uh, so that would be, it'll be coming out on uh, September 26th. Ooh. I'll uh, be talking about a little bit of wrestling. Uh, we'll be recording the night after the Eagles take on the Cowboys on Monday Night Football. I'm sure we'll be talking about that a little bit. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll just talk about a lot of uh, a lot of fun things on that show. Yeah. So stay tuned. That's uh, Cheesesteak Suplex. You can find us on Instagram at Cheesesteak Suplex. Questions or comments, email us at cheesesteaksuplex at gmail.com. Uh, I'm used to saying this for these other things. Yeah. I just have to put cheesesteak suplex we don't have a we don't have a facebook page yet we'll get one look we're gonna be the only people in the world with the name cheesesteak suplex yes yeah i think that's one of the other word about the name being taken quite yet nobody has cheesesteak suplex let me let me get into it for a second i i wanted to talk wrestling i know wrestling doesn't fit on on this show wrestling doesn't really fit on pedantic because pedantic was the the nerdy show it was a all right let's get into the etymology of of this word or that word or you know this phrase or whatever um it just didn't take off we didn't get the numbers we wanted um i like doing it i didn't feel that you felt it like i felt it so i was like you know what thank you for helping me out with that but we like talking wrestling Mm -hmm. you do another show you do tornado tag podcast before tornado tag we had a show years ago we had a million different incarnations of a wrestling show two two (laughs) a million noise by the way i was ripping off a label on this bottle oh um, we had the we had the gorilla position, and then we had the cheap shot. But the cheap shot had like a few different incarnations. 
it, it it did, but it was it was very fun. We had a fun. It was very colorful. I had a lot of fun. We have videos that that accompanied that. Maybe we'll throw the videos up. They're old now. Remember, they're older. Okay, and back in the day in wrestling, there used to be white people that would portray Native Americans. Yeah, in fact, that's the joke of the video. That was the joke of the video. Um, I like I liked a lot what we did with that. I hope to bring some of the fun back uh, with cheesesteak suplex. Um, we have a bar by us. Yes, it's called Pilgaroo. It's a uh, it's a brewery. It's, it's not a even brewery. a bar. It's a brewery. Right. It's a very small brewery. Um, mm. I really call them. They're called nano breweries. Do they have bar stools? Yes. Do they have a bar? Yes. Then it's a fucking bar. Yeah. But it's a brewery because they're brewing the beer at the bar. Sure. But it's still, they're still a yes. bar. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they have, uh, they do, well, they've done it once. They've yeah. done wrestling trivia. And apparently they're bringing it back. They do open mic. They do all kinds of, and it is owned by a professional wrestler, Tony Deppin. Yeah. He's one of the uh, the owners of the of the, uh, the business. And, uh, you know, ho- hoping that that becomes like our second home. Yeah, yeah it's a fun place. I enjoy Pilgrim. It's right down the street from us. Yeah. It's owned by a wrestler. We, 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 I thought we were going to crush it in wrestling trivia. Yeah, came up just short in like, they said triple overtime when it went back. I yeah. I guess it was triple overtime. Yeah, yeah, it was triple overtime. Oh, is that, oh, when you, when you went back there? Yeah. No? Oh, who brought it up to you? Uh, I uh, I was there with Tony from Tornado Tag, and he was talking to the uh, bartender about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, trip. Yeah, triple. Well, now listen, I'm gonna give all the credit to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, you. I. I know a lot of wrestling. I know a lot of shit that like just a run of the mill casual like wrestling fan wouldn't know. Okay, you know way more than I could ever fucking want to know. For you have that steel trap fucking memory. I do, and. Man, I I wish I had that. I forget everything. I don't know dates. I don't know stuff like that. Like people are like, how, how, you don't know WrestleMania? Who was in uh, the main event for WrestleMania Seven? No, you do. Sergeant Slaughter. See, see, I would never fucking huh. know that. Okay. Yeah, I would never know that. Is that when Slaughter was? Yeah, that's when he yeah, was. Yeah, when he's the Iraqi Adnan. sympathizer. Right. Sympathizer. Yeah. With Adnan. See now, shit. I know shit like that. Right. What was Adnan before? He was Billy White Wolf, right? Yes, and Sheik Adnan Al-Kasi. Adnan yeah. Al-Kasi, right. I know shit like that. And he was uh, Colonel Mustafa, who was the, uh, the, the Iron, Iron Sheik. Sheik yes. Like I, you know, I know stuff like that. I, I just, I don't remember dates and stuff like that, which is where you fucking, you crushed that. You didn't and need, you didn't need me, but we were there. We had a fun time. And we had, a, we needed a team name, because I said that to you on the way down. I was like, hey, do we have a team name? And you were like, no. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, well, I got one for us, you know? And uh, and then they said it, and then you wrote it down, and it was Cheesesteak Suplex. Mm-hmm. I just wanted a fun name. I wanted something fun, something different that nobody else had. And I don't know. It just literally just came to me. Cheesesteak Suplex. And I was like, that's, wow, why? Why did I fucking think of that? And, and then I started thinking of, like, I envisioned the logo of a guy doing a, you know, just a, like, I don't know. Just got a vertical suplex on the cheese. Yeah, and that was it. Simple neon. So, all right. Anyway, that's so that, that's that's that finishes the longest live read ever for. for oh, some... a live read. Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, that, in lieu of a commercial, that's our plug for for cheese steak suplex. Yeah. Uh, okay. Check it out next week. Just look up cheese steak suplex where you, wherever you're listening to this, and and you'll find it. So, on to our main main topic here. Yeah. Um, and 
if you want to delve deeply in the where our modern culture of true crime obsession and round-the-clock coverage kind of began, this week's central topic is an important part in that history. And then the real answer is OJ. And the OJ Simpson saga is where the uh, the made-for-TV court case really came to its own and it was in, like, everybody's living room. Uh, but there was another less omnipresent case that gripped headlines and audiences from a few years before that. Where were you, by the way? At this point? No, during the OJ oh. trial. Um, where was I? Yeah, but the, when, it, when, it, when it was, like, found... When I, oh, and I heard the verdict, I was yeah. at lunch at school. Yeah. And somebody ran in from the office. I think I was in math class. Yeah, somebody ran in from the office and said he was found not or said you know, OJ's OJ got off or whatever. Or not guilty. Yeah. And uh, I, I remember all the kids going crazy in my class. <laughs> all the kids going crazy. They were all so happy. And if you want to reach out to the back catalog, we did do an OJ episode. Probably talk about that too. Yeah, we, we most likely did. Yeah, we we did the OJ, my dude. Uh, and then very original what really makes me think of uh oj simpson is that norm mcdonald just just passed away yeah and he basically got fired from nbc because his boss one of his boss's boss uh lauren's boss was don olmeyer and um don olmeyer and oj simpson were very good friends and don olmeyer was like lay off the oj jokes and then Norm Macdonald just did more, even more OJ jokes, and he got fired. So, while the OJ Simpson case is kind of the big one, uh, this is another big one. And it also spawned a lot of those, like, you see now the rip from the headlines episodes of TV shows. Law and Order was famous for that. Uh, this, 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 this case was a Law and Order episode. And in a fun and a little uh, kind of fun twist here, this case takes place in a tiny town in New England called Derry. So, uh, this isn't a Stephen King story, though. Uh, this is the story of Pamela and Greg Smart. The dairy was where it is. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I can't. What's the word I'm looking for? Feature. Set. Set. Set, set. set is the word. And uh, Pamela Smart was born Pamela Wojcic, Uh And she moved in between towns in New Hampshire, including Derry and Miami, Florida. I think she Did was. You say Pamela or Pamela? Pamela. I say Pamela. Yeah. Uh, and she was born, I would say Pam, but I would say Pamela. Like radiator and radiator. Yeah. So it's a radiator, but it radiates. I still now, say, I say radiator. Uh, I, I say radiator now. Yeah. But I used to say radiator. So. so I think she primarily grew up in Florida and then she was, did a lot of like high school and stuff in New Hampshire. Okay. Uh, once she reached college age though, she did decide on the sunshine state. She enrolled as a communications major at Florida State University. Hey. The SSU, baby. Uh, so this would have been around the time like Deion Sanders was there, I think. Oh wow! Or maybe yeah, uh, it was a New Year's what, Eve. What year is it? The late eighties. Oh, okay, late so 80s. Ron Simmons is already gone. Yeah, Ron Simmons is long gone. Ron Simmons is already. Uh, we can't really talk about Ron Simmons on the show anymore. We talk about his football playing. I'm talking about football. Yeah, player, F- football player Ron football Simmons. Player Ron Simmons. Uh, I wonder what he did after football. Did I, he don't do I don't know. I don't know. I think we'll find out on Cheesesteak uh, Suplex. Uh, oh. Um, he ate a lot of cheesesteaks and suplexed it's someone. Su- well, he did. I don't know. Do you think Ronson has ever done a suplex? Probably. What? Did yeah, he do I'm suplexes? I'm sure he did a suplex. Every wrestler does yeah. a suplex. So is it a new? What Year- wrestler hasn't done a suplex? That's true. Come on. Uh, I was at a New Year's Eve party on a return trip to New Hampshire. 
that uh, Pamela Wolgis met Greg Smart. Uh, both of them were in the rock and particularly like metal music, but not like super, like super, super metal, like more like glam metal, pop, pop metal, hair metal at the time, you would call it, I guess. Uh, Pamela even hosted a weekly college radio at Florida State under the nom de plume, The Maiden of Metal. And uh, deeper into their courtship, Greg bought Pamela a Shih Tzu and she named him Halen. She named the dog Halen after her favorite band. Like Van Halen, yeah. No. No? Halen Steamroller. Halen Starship. No. 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 Yeah, Van Halen, I think. So you after, have to be the only one. After a courtship lasting several years, Pamela and Gregory married. Uh, cracks started forming their relationship soon after, however, as Pamela was left wanting more after finding that uh, Greg was making some life changes that didn't really agree with her. Uh, he was in his mid-twenties, we were approaching, he's a married man now. Uh, Greg took a job as a salesman at the same insurance company where his father worked. Uh, his enthusiasm for hard rock waned a bit, and he cut the long, curly hair that Pam loved. So he just went out and got a haircut without running it by the wife. Uh, worst of all, Greg eventually con- uh, confessed uh, well, wait to a him. Minute. Wait a minute. Uh-huh. You don't need to run it by the wife. You don't need to, no. You no. Uh, that Listen, when you're in a relationship, you do what the fuck you want. That's what I'm told today. Okay. By Tony Tony. Like, if you're a woman, you, you're allowed to say, I can do what I want. You, No man controls me. Mm-hmm. I could sleep with any other man that I want. Which I don't agree with, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could certainly go and get your fucking haircut yeah. or dye your hair. Like, okay, let's just say that your wife loves your goatee uh-huh. and the way your hair is styled. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you decide, nah, I want to fucking shave it. Right. And I just want a mustache. Mm-hmm. I can't grow a mustache. Yes, you can. I can't grow a good mustache. No, you can't. No. But you can grow a mustache. Yeah, I can, grow a, I can grow a crush stash. It's a crush stash. Yeah. yeah. It's a crustacean. And and my hair doesn't grow in, in the middle, really. So if I grow a mustache, I look like reverse Hitler. You look like a catfish. Yeah, I, I look like, yeah, it's more on the side. You sides. know what it is? You look like Gigi Allen. Okay. Yeah. And then, That's why you've been smearing shit all over yourself. That's, well, amongst other reasons. But... What are the, what are the other reasons? It's none of your business. Okay. So... Just inquisitive. And, and I, I did I did grow a little bit of a mustache during the pandemic because I was wearing a mask everywhere and I just didn't shave for a bit. Right. Uh, at the very beginning of the pandemic. Pandem- okay. Uh, I, I just want to clarify, it's still a pandemic. Yeah, the, at, the, at the beginning of the pandemic. Right. Um, it's a pot-demic at this point. It's, it's a it's a, it's a uh, walk-demic. It's, oh, wait, that's... You can't do that because you started, <laughs> yeah, started in, in China. China. Yeah. I'm like, whoops, can't say that as soon as I said it. It's walk demic is hilarious. It's a, it's Don't a, tell Trump that one. It's a kettle demic. There we go. It's a, oh, it's, it's so white. It's a Dutch oven demic. It's a Dutch oven. No, I'm trying to think of big things that can cook food in. It's a cauldron demic. There we go. It's a cauldron that's demic. That's for that's for witches. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's almost October, so it's it's that time that's of fitting. year. Fitting. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Worst of all. Uh. Oh no. More about my facial hair. That's what everybody can listen about. Uh, so I grew it in, and not only does it not grow in, really, in the middle of my, like, uh, upper lip, yeah. but where it did grow in, uh-huh. it was growing in, like, super gray, so you couldn't oh, really you see it. see it, right. Yeah, so you'd have, you like, just more... You get just for men. You would more, have more brown on the outside and then gray toward the inside. Or you could get just for kind of a man. Yeah, just yeah. for half a man. Yeah. Uh, so just for... 
I'm half the man that I used to be. Just for man child. Just <laughs> there you go. My daughter always calls me man child. I am a fucking man child. I think we all are though, right? Not everybody. I'm sure there's people who aren't. That's true. Not us. It's Brock Lesnar. The yeah. the the football player. Brock yeah, the guy who played for the Vikings for a little bit. Yeah, and the uh, the UFC fight. Yeah. So worst of all, Greg did confess out of Pam that they're about a half a year into the marriage. He did have a brief affair. Um, his attempt to make good was taking her down to Florida for their first anniversary. Quote, if there's anything Pam really loves, he told his parents, it's lying on the beach. She's a real sun bunny. Uh, okay. A sun bunny. Yeah. Their marriage huh. was never the same, though. And Pamela later admitted to not feeling as important after learning of her husband's infidelity and also, she like it was like he, she felt he was putting his career before their life together, their time together, and she was kind of starting the one out of the marriage. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, then yeah, maybe she should have called a divorce attorney at this point. Uh, for a while, it seemed like both Pamela and Greg poured themselves into their work to kind of get away from this. Greg had been successful beyond his dreams, working as an insurance salesman. Meanwhile, Pamela had been working as a media services director for a local school district in New Hampshire, writing press releases and being a liaison between the district and the media. And it's in the course of this job that Pamela, me- Pamela meets Billy Flynn. Ah, you said it. I almost I was going to say Pam. I'm like, no, it's Pamela. So I, I kind of changed course. It's okay courses. to say Pamela. If you say Pamela, just keep yeah. going. You don't need the course correct. It's, a course, it's in the course of the job that Pamela met Billy Flynn, a 15-year-old sophomore at the district's Winnicunit High School. Oh, boy. That sounds dirty. Yeah. Um... Flynn was a part of a pro- uh, program, uh, Smart Directed, called Project Self-Esteem. Isn't that our uh, website? It's Project Humanoid. Ah. Uh, we should have Project Hammenegger. It yeah. kind of demotivates people. It's, it's a new one. Uh, it teaches people that they're kind of How worthless. How about Project Pencil Neck Geek? Project Pencil Neck. I like it. Just Pencil Neck. Okay. Uh, and this Project Self-Esteem aimed How to teach... How about Project Beer Belly Sharecrow? <laughs> All right. We could do that. Uh, this aimed to teach students self-awareness and improve their mental health. Uh, Pamela grew closer to Billy and a few of his other friends, one of them being, being fellow student Cecilia Pierce, who also worked as Pamela's intern. Uh, one project the group worked on was a commercial for a contest that was put on by an orange juice company. Uh, and they kind of put it all together. I know you've talked about like, like a video you did where like people were getting shot for like school, right? It's about going to heaven or something. Yeah. You have to tell the whole story again, but fuck you. I'm sure you will. That was really rude. Oh, go ahead. We had to do a. Ten Commandments uh, video, and it was like a drug deal going back. I got a kid that lived next door. He was like the waiter. I had this little sound machine. We do a thing where it's like they're having dinner, drug, do get shot, and then it transitions to them in heaven, and we have to do this like rap. This is about thou shalt not kill. Was yeah. the commandment you had to like pick one commandment? I don't, no, I think we had we had, we had to do all of them. I think they were they're having kids doing videos about committing adultery. <laughs> Wow, that'd be interesting. And coveting thy neighbor's wife. Maybe it was just pick. I don't remember. Wow, could you imagine the kids are like, yeah, let's let's pick. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. Yeah, and it just made like amateur. Maybe porn. maybe it was. Maybe it was just pick. You know, pick one. Maybe yeah. I don't. I don't remember. So this was a video about like making orange juice commercial, basically, and and there's that would have been great. I I like watching old like eighties and nineties commercials. Well, yeah, and and there's this is actually you can find this on YouTube the video they made, uh, and it's like they made a thing of, like the history of orange juice, and it's uh Pamela and one of her friends they were cave women, and they're like smashing oranges on a rock, and then they're making using a juicer later. Oh, uh, our our 
Wait, shit. What? No, nothing. You said the juicer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Not allowed to say. Not names. allowed to. You just got to take all these down so you could like. If you listen to Murder My Dude, hear all the references. <laughs> references I wanted to use. Yeah, that's uh, a segment. What you could have is called what you could have heard on Murder My Yes. Uh, shortly after submitting the video, Pamela Smart, I said Pamela again, uh, would find herself all over television for all the wrong reasons. Uh, Pamela arrived at her condo just after 10 p.m. on the night of May 1st, 1991. Okay, so this happened in 91. I was wrong. Okay. Uh, she'd been busy all night at the school board meeting over a half hour away. According to her, the first thing she noticed uh that was off was that the entryway was dark so she's the opposite of amanda knox like she's like hey the the light's not on something's afoot she had to find those shit in the toilet uh so she she notices the light is off in the entryway uh greg would usually get home first and when he did he would always leave the porch light on and within seconds of coming into the condo uh pamela noticed greg unconscious and bleeding in the foyer by the front door or is it the foyer? I was literally just going to say. It the foyer? Is it the foyer? No, we say foyer. I say foyer, yeah. I say foyer. I would never say foyer. All right. And it's like, uh, you know, growing up in Philly, we never call it a living room. We call it a parlor. Yeah. Now, you would say parlor. Yeah, parlor is like, isn't that when you have like a like a paleness to you? Like you have a ghastly parlor? Never heard of that word oh. before. Uh, but we would say parlor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just what we called it. Okay. We never we we said cellar. We never said basement. Yeah. I always thought a basement was like some finished. Yeah. Thing. Like a cellar was just like dingy. You know? Yeah. Go down the cellar. Yeah. Go down the cellar. <laughs> it's all like you just expect like dirt floors and it looked like the Pensalk and Mart mm-hmm. and skeletons and a uh, raven. We had a raven in our fucking basement one time. My mom didn't know what a raven was. Oh. And. uh Real quick. There's going to be nothing that we're going to make a joke about on Cheesesteak Suplex. You got a raven in your basement. No, my, my, my mom saw something. She didn't know what it was, so she called my grandpa. And he goes, uh, it's like, ah, oh, it's just, don't worry about it. I got it. It's, it's a raven. She goes, oh, what? She thought it was something with rabies. Oh, okay. like a rat with rabies or something. <laughs> a like rabid rat is called a raven. She had no idea. It was a raven lunatic. Dude, she didn't know what it was she thought it was something with the ra- like, do you think it was because ra- like raven like they're raving mad like she thought it whatever it was she thought it had rabies okay like that's where the ray part came from okay yeah maybe she- it's a van with ra- that's a raven the raven <laughs> a rabid van it's it's a van with a lot of like sun rays on it yeah it's like a hippie van a, a ray van it's a guy who wears skate sneakers and has rabies or, or he wears glasses or sunglasses yeah ray vans ray vans all right. <laughs> We've exhausted that, that. That was comedy dumb. or. Yeah. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pamela. We're moving on in our ray van. Yeah. Pamela uh, ran to the neighboring condo 4D. The smarts were in 4E and screamed for help. My husband. My husband. I don't think she said it in that cadence. <laughs> Did she? Uh, my husband. Ah, ah. My, my uh, husband. <laughs> he, he, he got shot. He's shot. He's dead. Down the hall. Uh, husband she she yelled that before moving on the unit 4c and before long neighbors were out to see what all the noise was about uh, and why I'll, she was I'll, using I'll, such a weird case and i'll do it ready uh-huh. i'll be her my uh husband's hurt she yelled he, to them he's on the floor i don't know what's wrong with them them him him oh. I, that might be a typo 
<laughs> maybe, maybe I don't know what's wrong with all the people is... that are coming out to hey, feed whoa, me whoa, instead of helping whoa, my whoa, husband. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's his preferred pronoun. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know what Greg Smart's pronouns were. He's he's long dead. Well, apparently it's them and him. He It's interchangeable. It's fine. It's Police okay. quickly realized Greg Smart had been shot and he was pronounced dead. Confusion ensued. And then he said this. He goes, I'm uh, dead. I don't think everybody here talk like Norm MacDonald. Oh. Actually, they all talk with like that New England accent. Like I've I've heard Pamela Smart talk, and she does have that that fact in New England. Like, pack, pack the cow. Yeah, she talks about everybody going Bobby. in the slammer. Ah, oh, Bobby. She talks about the slammer a lot. Going in the slammer, Bobby. Yeah. Ah, the horror. The horror. There's a guest appearance I didn't expect to hear today. Ethel's here. It's Ethel. Ah, oh, Bobby. The horror. A robbery motive was explored because police didn't really ha- know of anybody that would want to harm Greg. He didn't have any known enemies or anything like that. Uh, robbery was quickly dismissed. Greg was found wearing his wedding ring. Uh, there was a wallet full of credit cards next to him. You know what? These people never think this through. Yeah. Because you look, if, if you want to make it look like somebody else did it, at least take that shit. Rob him. Make yeah. it look like it was a robbery, not... Because they think, hey, they they take all this stuff into account. Mm-hmm. No, they absolutely do. Uh, by all <laughs> evidence, on, you shit birds. Uh, by all evidence, it seemed like whomever killed Greg had come to the Smarts condo expressly to do just that. It was me, Bobby. Ethel did it. Uh, police found a small amount of marijuana, an unsmoked joint, in Greg's car as well. Wasteful. So this is the dare, just say no, fueled 80s, early 90s. And uh, that was enough for police to wonder if Greg Smart had a second life in the drug trade. We found marijuana in his car. He must be a drug dealer. A fucking joint. (laughs) Oh, we can laugh at how silly they were. Uh, and oh. and they thought they they thought briefly, he's a kingpin. They thought briefly, like maybe somebody put a hit out of him for drugs. Uh, <laughs> they had a joint. They think he's Scarface. <laughs> There's no evidence at all that that was the case. Oh, jeez. Uh, Bill Spencer, an investigative reporter for WMUR, the local ABC uh, ABC affiliate, uh, did an interview with Pamela Smart after the murder and noticed that, by his estimation. Uh, she seemed to be thinking more like a journalist or a reporter or producer than a grieving widow. Uh, one example Spencer pointed out was that uh, Pamela disgusted uh, or discussed uh, or suggested. Yeah, a, you can't get that word out. I got disgust and suggested together and I put out disgusted. <laughs> she was disgusted. Well, she you make been. me sick, Bill Spencer. Yeah. Uh, she suggested a shot where she would take out the top layer of her and Greg's wedding cake out of the freezer to show the camera. All right. Clues began to trickle in a a few weeks after the murder. An anonymous tipster called police saying that Cecilia Pierce, Pamela's student intern, had knowledge of Pamela and three teenage boys plotting and carrying out Greg's murder. Around that time, police were also approached by Vance Latimy Sr. Thank you for giving me direction. Oh, you're welcome. I we paused for a second there because I was having technical issues, and I said after Vance Latimy Sr. Jackson Wells here should say. Fake name, because that is a fake name. But I like it when it's organic, and I yeah. say fake name. Well, it's, it's a fake name, though. What's his name? Vance Latimer Sr. Latter you. Latter me, Latter you. Wait, what's a, what's a Latter you? What's a Latter you? <laughs> Isn't what's a Latter you where Rocky of Bullwinkle went? What's the matter? That was what's a matter you. What's a matter you? Yeah. What's a matter you? Okay. Uh, so Vance Latimer Sr. Uh, yeah. approached police yeah. and said that a uh, wayward teenager he had taken in, a, 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 a kid who had lost his way, and was now a part of the um, 
a part of his uh, household, Ralph Welch. Yeah. Uh, a friend of his son, Vance Latimer Jr., fake name, uh, told Vance Sr. that he suspected Vance's gun, Vance Sr.'s gun, had been used in the commission of a murder. Vance Sr. dismissed the idea until he inspected his gun and found that though he had left it uh, dirty, a bit dirty, the last time he had used it, it was completely clean now. Vance Sr. had also heard his son and some friends discussing the Greg Smart killing, and he began to wonder if his gun was the murder weapon. Uh, they were both thirty-eight calibers, and eventually ballistics tests would determine uh, that Vance Latimer Sr.'s gun was indeed the murder weapon. Ralph Welch also provided an account he had overheard while eavesdropping on Vance Jr. and another of his friends, Pete Randall. Ralph had heard rumors of Vance, Pete, and another friend, and Ralph's cousin, Raymond Fowler, all assisting in the Greg Smart murder with another friend, Billy Flynn. Remember that name? Uh, are you with, telling me to remember or are you asking? I'm asking I, if you remember. Do I remember the name Billy Flynn? Yes. No. Okay. Uh, Billy Flynn. Uh, from this story? Or? From this story, yes. No, I don't. I'm sorry. Bad memory. Bad memory. Billy Flynn uh, and these other uh, friends of Billy Flynn's were all rumored to have killed Greg Smart at the behest of Pamela Smart. Okay. Billy Flynn was a 15-year-old student. Oh, this student was... from this from the 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 cum school. Yeah. Cunt school. Right, what a cunt. What a cunt. Uh it. and he was part of that project self-esteem thing. Right, project beer belly sharecropper, yeah. Yeah, and the motive it seems would be uh love or at the very least lust. Okay. It all went back to the time Pamela had spent with Billy and his peer group off campus, back to like the orange juice parody. Right. Uh commercial parody they had shot and things like that. While work was being done on these video shoots, it became clear that the main intention was for Pamela to hang out with Billy and his friends, with filming filming becoming kind of secondary to that. Okay. You got to remember even though it is it is a uh, age thing and and this is technically statutory rape, um Pamela Smart and Billy Flynn are not crazy apart in age. They're seven years apart, six and a half years apart. Okay. Uh, she's 22 at this point. He is 15. Okay. Um, and as police... You know, it's, you know, it's weird. Uh, growing up, I knew lots of people that were like, lots of like people that were 16 or 16 dating 21 year olds. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't very uncommon. Now, today mm -hmm. you do that and everybody's like, oh, they're sick. They're a sicko. Yeah, it's not really like my mom was 14 dating a 19 year old. It was common at, at you know, where they were like, hey, go back thousands of years and you're getting a way bigger fucking gap than that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's society. Look, things change today. We look at it as like, should a 15 year old be dating a 22 year old? No, not by t by today's standards. I also don't see it as problematic as other people see it for that time. You know what I mean? Right. Like I don't sit there and go, that's so disgusting. Cause it wasn't disgusting at that. Things are only disgusting when a bunch of people de deem it to be disgusting. Like if, if wearing a blue shirt, okay. Mm -hmm. In a hundred years becomes a thing where like, that is fucking awful. You don't wear a blue shirt. That's disgusting. You should be put in jail because you're wearing a blue shirt. And we look at it as like, well, that's fucking weird and yeah. stupid. At that point, 15 and 20, like, some people are going to go, who gives a shit? Yeah. You know? I, I think in people, this one, like, people were kind of more taken aback, too, because she's kind of a teacher or a, works at the school and he's a Absolutely. student. Absolutely. It's like that Mary yeah. Kay Latorno case. Yeah, and didn't they stay in love for, like, years? Yeah, they were years? together for a while. Like, they were like, you can get out of jail, just stay away from him. And she went back to him and went back to jail. Right. And he was an adult at that point. It was just, like, that was a condition of her release. Sure. 
Um, um, I, I, I believe I, she's dead now. Really? I'm not sure. I, I, I want to say she's dead now. Wow, my dude. Um, but but with this is like, yeah, look, the best bet is just don't do that. You know, mm-hmm. stay away from it. Um, yes, yeah, so if you're 22, stay away from 15 year olds. It's a better right. It's a better option. Right. Yeah. And and if you're really in love with that 17, 15 year old, you can wait three years. If you're if you look at it as like, yeah, well, you know what? It's love, and how are you gonna, you know you can't put an age uh, number on blah 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 blah. Sure, you can. You you can, but yeah, you but, can't say but, I'm 30 and in love with an eight year old. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Uh, but but it's where society deems that number, right? Right. Like where they de- and they, they they've they've deemed it 18, even though even if you're 18, like if I'm 41, I can't date an 18 year old. Mm-hmm. I could legally, but you're still gonna get flack like as if it's because they'll be like that's a child and it's like but she's legal she's an adult you know Mm -hmm. but but it's what society really deems that's what it really comes down to so the thing is you want to you want to not get in trouble you you know you want to not you know get just like for me i'm not going to date anybody under under fucking 30 unless there's like somebody that's in their 20s that are really like on the same like wavelength i think Mm -hmm. it's really about connection right but there's, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm most likely not going to date anybody that's under 30. You're 22. Just stay the fuck away from anybody under 18. You know? Yeah. Whether you're attracted to them, whether there's a, a real, like, you're vibing, stay the fuck away from it. It doesn't, because this is the shit that, you know, times change. Things change. Just don't do it. Be smart. You know? You might be, you, you might be attracted. It doesn't matter. Just stay the fuck away from that. That was, you- that's what I got on. <laughs> that's what I have on that. Yeah, um, not, I mean, am I, is that fair to say? Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I was kind of sorry. I was kind of reading more about Mary Kay Letourneau. She did die last year. Oh, really? She died July 6, twenty twenty, of colorectal cancer. Oh, that's a shame. And she was for about six years married to uh, the uh, the kids she got in trouble with, uh, Vili Fulau. Right. I and believe. how old was he at the time? And how old was she? Uh, I, when it happened, uh, I believe. He was, um, oh, okay. Uh, he was, she was 34. He was either 12 or 13 when it started. Okay, see, that's disgusting. That's, that's bad, yeah. That's really disgusting. And But they kind of stuck with it. They got they did separate. And again, I guess he was like, yeah, it was kind of fucked up. Like, he kind of dawned on him, I guess, after a while. But they were married for a little bit. Then they separated. And then, like, when she was dying, he was, like, by her side, even though they weren't together that's anymore. That's awesome. That's really cool. Um, they had kid. They had a kid uh no people aren't look people are not perfect there's got to be something left over in evolution the why people do things you know like i think it makes sense to them mm-hmm. but it doesn't make sense to society society has changed a lot i think this is a this is something that's really hard for other people to grasp because they have evolved in a different way like like if if again i i point out i'm 41 i have a friend who's like she's like 23 now beautiful fucking super smart super pretty if i dated her mm-hmm. i would get so much shit like oh you're robbing a cradle that's disgusting blah 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 blah. yeah it violates the uh they call it the half plus six rule okay like that I, this is some arbitrary thing i, I just read about like ah, this so you, you should only be able to date somebody that's half your age plus six years so you're what 41 i'm 41 let's just round you up to 42 no i just turned 41 in may so let's okay. not do that all right well okay we'll, we'll we'll round you down to 40 then fine Thank you. Uh, so half of 40 is 20 plus 6. You shouldn't date anybody that's under 26, according to this rule. Okay, under 26. Yeah, and, and, and listen, 
I, by all intents and purposes, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't know what I would have in common uh, with anybody that's like 20. But the thing I don't know what I would have in common with the twenty. Unless there was a twenty-year-old that like, like I hit on like a wavelength, with this, like right. I've never hit with somebody. Like, before. like what are you really into? Wrestling, sports, yeah, comedy. If there's somebody that's into all that type of shit, you're you're like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, you know. But it also, I for me, if I'm like I my ex, okay, my last ex mm-hmm. was nine years younger than me. The one before her, well, I've, I had a few in between, but but I'm talking about long relationships. That was five years. My other, uh, my my oldest son, who just turned 14 today, his mom is two years older than me. Mm-hmm. So I'm all over the place with like, right. because, because it's more about connection with me than I don't focus on like, no, you need to be my age or you can't be two years old. Right. It's what, who I connect with. And. Yeah, unless you're unless you're committing a crime, I, I, I think it's very arbitrary. Yeah, like. I, but, like if but, I, if I saw a sixty year old and nineteen year old, I'd be like, well, what do they what do they talk about at the dinner table? Maybe my, they have great conversations right, at the dinner but it's, table. Exactly, it's none of my fucking business. It's not, it's, yeah, it's none of my business as long as they're over eighteen. You know, um, consenting adults. When, when you were talking about this Laterno chick, uh, woman, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say mm. chick. The late Laterno chick. Uh, <laughs> um, when when you brought her up, I was like. How old is it? Was he 16, 17? I'm like, yeah, it's still like. Eh, I but, think he was in like sixth grade. But, but no, yeah. yeah, you're like, he's 12 or 13. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. If you were to say he was 17 and she was like 27, I would be yeah. like, ah, it's still weird, but like. Yeah, like the Pamela Smart thing is weird. Like 22 and 15 is weird because it's like 15. Like, it's, it's a little odd. It's still odd, yeah. Yeah. If he was 16 or 17, I would be like, yeah, yeah 22 and 17, like it's still illegal it's still in a illegal, lot of but states, it's, but it's like, a clo- yeah, you're way close. I'm like, you should probably wait a year to do physical stuff. But if you guys are want to hang out a lot, I'm OK with that. Yeah, you got to put it like like, I guess you have to put yourself in like if because somebody will say that they're like, what about your kids? I'm like, well, I don't want my fucking daughter dating ever. Right. Or my sons. Ever? Mm-hmm. No, I do. I I do. I just want them to all be safe and happy and not do anything illegal. I'm saying really? you should have been my parent. You would have been really happy. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> um, you're 38. Start dating, okay? <laughs> uh, you'll be the 40 year old virgin. Yeah, they're gonna make a movie about me. They already did. Uh they knew. They yeah. knew. They knew what, what was coming. It's okay. Uh oh, okay. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I was waiting for your approval. Well, you said you wanted me to be your daddy. Uh, no, I, I was making a joke. Oh, your dad's right over here in this box. That's that's a flag. That's no. not my dad. Okay. All right. Your mom's over there in that box. And that's they, that are her. They are her ashes. So it's a little closer to the truth. And my dad's in a box too. Yeah. We buried him with his cell phone. <laughs> yeah. As a joke. No, literally we did. Because <laughs> he called everybody all the time. Like my dad's the type of guy that where like if he called you and you didn't answer, he would call like fifteen times. I think they count it one time he called like eighty three times or some shit. Oh wow. Something something fucking crazy. Well you would do that stuff, not to that degree, but I remember I, I would work overnights and I would wake up and I would have like eleven missed calls from you. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why. I think it's one of those like you're really trying to get but it wouldn't be all the time. Would it be once or twice a week? All right, throw me under the bus. Wait till I'm dead. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna bury you with your phone. Yeah. I'm gonna cremate you with your phone. There's gonna be phone ash in there. That's what we fucking did. We we buried him with his fucking phone. We're like, yeah, you know what? One, he's dead, so he can't ever call us again. Yeah. But we're gonna we're gonna make sure the call is coming from inside the coffin. Yeah. All right. Let me the fuck out of here. Get me the fuck out of this fucking box. 
it's fucking hot in here. I can't fucking breathe. Well, you're dead. Dad. Yeah, that's why you can't breathe. Yeah, it touched my fucking brain out. It's a side effect of dying. Did they remove everything when they? When I don't know what they do. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, all right. So, uh, so yeah, so so Pamela Smart and uh, and and Billy Flynn are are having a little bit of a a tryst, we'll say. And as police pursue the lead regarding Cecilia Pierce. They soon would learn how deep the relationship went. Under threat of being charged as an accomplice, Cecilia agreed to work with police. And according to Cecilia's account, they, they were spending a lot of time together. Uh, Pamela eventually confessed her attraction to Billy and began a relationship with him outside of school. Uh, that included a night in March of 1990 where uh, Billy and Pamela, uh, or Pamela invited Billy and Cecilia over to watch the movie Nine and a Half Weeks at her condo while Greg was on vacation. Afterward, according to Cecilia, Pamela and Billy went upstairs and she accidentally walked in on them having sex. I guess she was like, what are they doing up there? She, they were like, oh. Um, after a while, Pamela told a love-struck Billy that she would have to break it off with <laughs> That's him. That's a great name. Love-struck love struck Billy. Billy. Sounds like a band. Yeah. Who are you gonna, I'm going to see love-struck Billy at Arthur Ashe Stadium. <laughs> I think they're, uh, they're part of the tour with, uh, with Girl Sets Fire, or Boy Sets Fire. Girl Sets Fire is a friend of ours. <laughs> yeah, we knew uh, her. No, uh, Boys That's Fire, the band, they're, they're touring with uh, All Else Failed. Oh, your cousin. My cousin's band, yeah. Your cousin's band, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're, look, listen, okay, we have famous connections. Yeah, we're going to see, we're going to go see uh, Love Struck Billy, yeah. Boys That's Fire, yeah. and All Else Failed. Yeah, and I, knew Liz, and, and I knew Liz Sets Fire. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, and and, uh, and what else? We, we, we knew uh, Crowbot. Well, we knew them. Yeah. Them, you know, uh, became friendly with, the, with, yeah. with some of the guys. In, in the band yeah we know people all right and yeah, we got connections yeah who the fuck do you think we are yeah i i hung out with her all having her over the weekend i i held i opened the door for cesaro yeah. before i was his doorman yeah i held a ladder for a deathmatch guy and other people i held i, for, I held a ladder for somebody who was on aw oh wait let's just talk about wrestling on show. god damn oh, yeah. it, this is what happens uh, we we went down a rabbit hole. i got i got stabbed in the lip by abdul the butcher yeah now the floodgate is open oh no oh, okay all right, now that, that's just a teaser of what it's you can experience on cheesesteak super and it's the only reason we're doing that yeah anytime we do a wrestling no, it's a teaser <laughs> it's a teaser if yeah. you like that yeah come see us on cheesesteak suplex we said we wouldn't be t see all right oh, real quick real quick no well, we said one might sneak in here and there uh, right but we said no, we weren't going to talk about it intentionally yeah here's what we also said I see. I thought it was after fifteen, yeah. and you said that it was after fifteen. And then I was like, "Wait a minute, was it beginning at 15? I think it's after one. Look, we're not going to try to have him take over the show. Is the point? Who's that? Us. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You got to stop us from taking over yeah. the show. Somebody stop us, right. please. Somebody call my mama. And somebody should have stopped Pamela Smart and Billy Flynn from doing the nasty, uh, with that age difference. Yeah, they're going to Nastyville. So. So Pamela did decide actually to break it off with Billy. Uh, and she said, uh, last night was great, but we can't keep on like that. And, and Billy asks, why not? Because of Greg. If you want to keep seeing me, and this is what uh, Cecilia is saying that, that Pamela told Billy, if you want to keep seeing me, you'll have to get rid of my husband. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't quite enough evidence to move in on Pamela Smart just yet, but that wasn't true for Billy Flynn and his friends. And Billy, Vance Jr., and Pete uh, so close that they were often labeled the Three Musketeers. Okay, um, we, had, we had a little thing like that. We were labeled the Four Horsemen. Mm -hmm. They were arrested, the Three Musketeers, uh, were arrested after they had watched Total Recall at a local movie theater. Ooh. 
Uh, Cecilia agreed to call Pamela to try the, to pull. The, this is the original Total Recall. Yeah, the the Arnold Schwarzenegger Total the Recall. The three boobed mm-hmm. Total Recall. And so Cecilia is working with the police now, and she agrees to call Pamela to try to pull evidence out of her while the uh, police are able to secure a wiretap on Pamela's phone. Um, Cecilia would later wear a body wire while meeting with Pamela in person on two occasions, and Pamela blamed the arrests on Vance Jr. and Pete talking to Ralph Welch. Quote, it's their stupid-ass faults, she told Cecilia. They told Ralph, you know. Pamela spoke confidently while on the line, saying that it would be her word as a professional and a widow against what she described as 16-year-old and the slammer Pete. Or, no, Junior. Uh, 16-year-old and the slammer Junior. And yeah, she would always say the slammer. Uh, like, instead of, like, jail, it would be the slammer. Right. And she, was, she, would, she did admit she was afraid of going to the slammer. She was afraid of going to the slammer for the rest of her life. What what are some of the other names? Don't they call it like the clink? The clink? Yeah. The hoose cow? The hoose cow. Yeah. The pokey? Yeah, they're going to the pokey. <laughs> I like the pokey. Yeah. I don't want to go to the pokey. Oh, no. <laughs> I like hoose cow. The hoose cow. Yeah. Um, so on the afternoon of August 1st, so I, I had that wrong. The, 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 this all happened in 1990, not 1991. Nine. We had it gotcha. wrong earlier. Okay. Um, it was all in 1990. On the afternoon of August 1st, 1990, Detective Daniel Peltier Fake name. arrived at Pamela Smart's office unannounced. I have some good news and I have some bad news, he told Pamela. Uh, the good news is we've solved the murder of your husband. The bad news is that you're under arrest. He's got jokes. He's got jokes while he's arrested. Uh, the bad news would compile for Pamela Smart. I like this guy. I, I like Peltier. the good news is we've solved the murder of your husband. The bad news is you're under arrest. Yeah. Uh, the bad news would compile for Pamela Smart. Billy Flynn and his co-conspirators all agreed to a plea deal, uh, which put them down the second-degree murder charges in exchange for testifying against Pamela. Raymond Fowler, who wasn't part of the actual plot, but was with Billy, Pete, and Vance Jr. the day of the murder, had already agreed to plea on a lesser charge. I think it was like manslaughter or something like that. Okay. Uh, Flynn told police of Pamela chastising him for two previous failed attempts on Greg's life, including breaking her breaking off their tryst after the second. I guess he, like, chickened out a few times before he actually did it. Um, and this is all according to him. That's important to note. He revealed directives she had left, make it look like a robbery, come in through the bulkhead door, the cellar doors, we would call it, uh, those out, the metal doors on the outside, the two ones you would, like, pull up and go down the steps. Um, um yeah, so I, I actually watched a video recently. I think it was with the Philly captain. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, what do you call those? And... I forget what we called the those those grates mm-hmm. that go down to the cellar. Do you just call them cellar doors? Yeah, I I think that there was another name for them. Is that so? That's what we called bulkhead them? Bulkhead doors. doors? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So uh, she would leave them unlocked. Uh, she told them to put the dog in the basement so he wasn't traumatized. Uh, she told them to use a gun, not a knife. Uh, Pamela did not want blood on her white leather couch. Uh, and they did. They were supposed to make it look like a robbery, and I think they did steal some jewelry, but they forgot to steal like the stuff that was on. Uh, Greg Smart. The importance. So, like, when Pamela that night, as part of a cover, was out, uh, possibly, or she was actually doing this for a job, she was out, like, at some school thing, like, work function that was, like, 40 miles away, and she was wearing all of her expensive jewelry because she didn't want it to get stolen. Uh, that's what, so they say. Because Pamela, obviously, is going to claim that she had no knowledge that these kids were going to do this, and that, that, that she did not put them up to it. Uh, and that was her defense. And Vance Jr. and Raymond, uh, on the night of the murder, waited in the getaway car, per Billy's account, 
while Billy and Pete went in, Pete held Greg down, knife to his throat, and Billy shot him in the back of the head. Details of the relationship between Pamela and Billy did Pamela's defense no favors, nor did the letters and pictures that leaked to the media, uh, one of them being Pamela striking a cheesecake pose in her underwear, uh, and that was especially damning. Because uh, it was like, oh, look what she's sending this kid. But apparently it was just like uh, pictures her and fr- according to her, her friend that's like trying to get her released. They're saying like, oh, we just took those. It was my idea, not Pamela's. And Billy got them because he developed the pictures. Okay. Um, and I guess he kept the negatives or something. Uh, Pamela's defense was simple. Billy Flynn acted alone. She never told him to kill Greg. She was in the process of breaking off the affair altogether. And she's like, well, I did tell him I'm breaking off because I want to be with Greg. And maybe that made him kill him, but I didn't tell him to do it. Uh, the affair was real. Uh, Pamela and her legal team admitted, but the pictures, as I said earlier, were not meant for Billy. Uh, that Pamela and her friend had taken them, and then uh, Billy just kind of took a copy for himself. himself yeah, basically. something like that's tricky because it's like it's it's hard to prove, and then it makes you look right. Like it's going to make it like all right. Let us let's, let's go with the auspices that 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 uh, that that what she's saying is true. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and there are certainly people that believe that Pamela Smart is innocent. All right, but but let's let's go with that. Mm-hmm. That he does he does come into contact with, you know, with with uh or or come yeah, like like he gets her pictures. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, well, how how did he get your pictures? Like I don't like he fucking developed them. Yeah, I had him develop them for me. Sure, he did. Right, sure he did. Yeah, and you know, and now it's like, oh, you're sending pictures. Well, to I this. mean, sending pictures to him, you're admitting that you were fucking the kid. Sending pictures isn't like, oh, now you've gone too far. Excuse me. Well, it's an extra charge, yeah. though. Uh, but there weren't nudes. She was clothed. She was uh, partially nude, as we call it. She was, um, I don't know if it was a bikini. It might have been a bikini. I've said underwear, but it might have been a bikini. Um, the pictures are all over the place. Um, another blow. Oh, to just pa- like our show. Yes. The another blow to Pamela Smart came in the venue and setting of the trial. Uh, the defense was moving to have it moved upstate because they're like, this has been all over the news. Nobody in this area is going to be able to give her a fair trial. And they're like, no, it's staying here. And this was the first mur- uh, first murder case in American history where, like the O.J. Simpson case after it, television cameras were allowed in the courtroom. And one local station did develop, like, they were like, we're not going to show any of the soap operas or any of the game shows or talk shows. Uh, when there's when during the day, our our TV station is going to show the Pamela Smart trial. Uh, and to make matters worse, the jurors were not sequestered, and a defense motion to move the trial upstate did fail, as we mentioned. Um, and so the jurors could be in in the in in the courtroom all day and then watch people talk about it on the news that night. Ultimately, Pamela Smart was found guilty of first degree murder, and sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Because uh, they, they, I guess the jury did believe that she told these kids to do it. Billy Flynn was also sentenced to life, but with the possibility of parole after 40 years. Uh, with 12, 12 years of a sentence able to be deferred with good behavior, which would bring it down to 28. He obtained a GED in prison, and he worked as an electrician in, in prison as well. Flynn applied for a sentence reduction after 16 years. He could have done it sooner, but he said he wanted to, to uh, kind of prove that he had was uh remorseful and wanted to serve his time he said i'm going to spend 16 years in prison because i've spent 16 years the first 16 years of my life out of prison uh but that that uh sentence reduction appeal was denied or motion was denied but a motion later to shave three years off of his wait for parole was granted 
Uh, Billy Flynn was uh, allowed work release in 2014 and was paroled in full on June 4th, 2015. So he's been out of jail now for a little over six years. Uh, on that same day that Billy Flynn was released, Patrick Pete Randall, uh, the other person who was involved directly in the murder, was also paroled. Vance Latimy Jr., the getaway driver, was paroled in 2005 after having served 15 years. Raymond Fowler, the passenger in a getaway car, was paroled in 2003, but briefly returned to prison for violating the terms of his release and was released finally in 2004, I believe. And this case did keep a life going and still has a little bit. Uh, it's lived on not just in a lot of true crime documentaries, but on film and television. Uh, two works were released in 1991, so right after this whole thing happened, you had uh, a second season episode of Law & Order and a made-for-TV movie uh, called Murder in New Hampshire, the Pamela Wojcic Smart story, with Helen Hunt playing the title role. Helen Hunt played oh, Pamela wow. Smart. And the most famous version of the story, however, an adaptation of the story, um, is probably To Die For, uh, the darkly comedic adaptation of a Joyce Maynard novel of the same name. And it's a heavily fictionized version. Uh, it was written by Buck Henry, the screenplay. Okay, the adapted yeah. screenplay was written by Buck Henry. It was directed by Gus Van Zandt. And it stars Nicole Kidman as Suzanne Stone, a fame-obsessed reporter who uses the murder of her husband as a springboard to fame. But it's like she's having an affair with a kid and she puts the kid up to it and and then it kind of goes from there. And to this day, Pamela Smart maintains her innocence uh, from behind bars. Joyce Maynard, who wrote the novel to die for, has also petitioned for Pamela's release and has adamantly stated that her work was uh, fiction. And although the Smart story was the inspiration for it, it was not meant to be a chronicle of that story. So, yeah, I mean, it, it did come down to basically her word against the word of these kids and the police believe the kids. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of hard evidence tying Pamela Smart to it, but she remains in jail to this day. And that's the story. That is that. And this is it's the last part of our show. Right. This is where we uh, plug more of cheesecakes. No, or it's not. It's time for another game of who died <laughs> the worst. That's right, everybody. It's time for your favorite part of the show and mine. Maybe not Jackson Wells's, but everybody else's favorite part of the show. It's who died the worst. It's, it's not, not who, who died the funniest. It's not. it's not who died the first. The name of the game is who died the worst. I'm going to give Jackson Wells over here three deaths. It's me. He's going to tell me which of these three. Don't give me any deaths. Don't kill me. Died the worst. Oh, again. Death number one. Number one. Uh, takes us to Boston, not too far from Pamela Smart oh, Country. Yeah. Boston. Uh, and, and it's Dr. David Jones of Milton, Massachusetts. Okay. Uh, he was uh, found dead. This is a recent one on September 11th. Oh, shit. Uh, he was found dead uh, near a train station near UMass, the University of Massachusetts. Uh, he was found uh, having fallen through a crack in a staircase that was deemed unsafe and had been closed for approximately 20 months. Uh, the closed-off stairway was blocked by a wire fence and a chain-link fence, plus more barriers. They're not quite sure how he got to this staircase, but there was a giant crack in it, and he fell through it and died. So death number one. How old is this guy? Uh, 40. So he's 40 and years old. And he's a old. professor. 
is he an urban explorer? Like he could be. Right. I don't know. And what was the what was the building that he was in? A uh, train stop, a train station. Okay. Did he have a camera on him? I don't know. Because if he's documenting something, if he's an urban explorer, it makes sense. Was he a heavy guy? I don't know. Okay. I'm playing detective here. This is why, because it, it makes sense to me. Look, was he dumped there? Was he, you know what I mean? Like there, there's like, so if you're a detective, mm-hmm. kind of have, not. okay, um, you should be. Oh, you, I think we should, we should be a detective in all of these shows going forward. Um, I, I, I think that there's a bunch of things cause I need to look at this guy for, for me, I need to see, is this guy a fucking idiot? Or was he was he put there? Was somebody just trying to like, oh, hey, look, nobody goes in this fucking building. Let's just put him here. You know, uh, was he, you know, was he trying to get his pimple ball? Did he hit his pimple ball into the fucking building? And that's what he was trying to look for. Was it like Sandlot where he goes, you know, He's over the fence? Ba- Babe Ruth. Right. Baseball. At, do, you, do you remember pimple balls? I don't. No, uh, they were little like the little round balls that had little bumps on them. Oh, they're called pimple balls. Oh, uh, they're very popular when I was growing up. Yeah, like, I, I know like the answers to none of these questions, by the way. Okay. All I know is this guy fell down through a crack in steps. Gotcha. Okay. And he's dead. And he's dead. And that's death number one. That's death number one. Death number right. one. Death by falling through a crack in steps of a place you probably should have been in, and they don't know why he was there. Yes. That's that's key, and I, that's what I'm saying. If you find a camera, hey, this game is always for you. Who deserved to die the least? Right, but if he's if this guy has a camera on him, he's probably an urban explorer. You know, maybe he. All right, okay, go ahead. Death number two is Steve Allen of Walnut Creek. Oh, I know him. He used to be a comedian, not the first host of the Tonight Show. Okay. Different Steve Allen. All right. Um, this is a presumed dead. Mm-hmm. I don't think they found Steve Allen's body, but he is presumed dead. Uh, he was apparently an amateur uh, daredevil. Who was attempting to uh, jump over a uh, a, a, a gap? Uh, Devil's Churn. It's a popular stopping point in Cape Perpetua. Okay. And it's right off of Highway 101 in Central Oregon. And so, in attempting to jump over this uh, chasm, I believe it's like a chasm. I don't like that word. It's uh, it's a gap. He was trying to jump over a gap from where water of water over land. Okay. Uh, and it's uh boiling water that kicks up large sprays of waves. Oh shit! And he is like, like one of those geysers. That, yeah. Okay. A hot spring. A hot spring. That's what I'm. He is for. uh presumed to have fallen into the ocean at Devil's Churn. Oof. Uh. All Fellow right. visitors attempted to rescue Alan, but were not, unable to retrieve him from the water. They lost sight of him. Okay. He's presumed dead. Yeah. Uh, dead by falling in boiling water. Death number two. But you were trying to... I know because it's always who deserved it. He no, was, no, 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 no. He it's, was trying to jump a chasm. Sometimes, no, no. It's not who deserved it. Yeah. It's who... Who contributed to their death the most. Right. Yeah. And all these people, we don't know about the first but, guy. But, but I am going to try to play it fair. Yeah. And, and, look at, and look at what was the worst death and not yeah. the like you said deserve you know or who was who most added to yeah who yeah okay go ahead death number three uh takes us to vancouver i don't have the name of this gentleman uh but this gentleman Let's call him trevor trevor he was at a drive-thru he was at mcdonald's okay in uh in vancouver and at i a hope McDonald's. he didn't try to get the fucking ice cream i don't know what he was trying to get he didn't get it though she got an apple pie he was going through the drive-thru mm-hmm. 
it appeared he uh, had dropped something on the ground between the window and his car. I've heard about this. And he was reaching out. And I guess his car tipped over. <laughs> and it pinned him between That's not funny, the but frame it... of the McDonald's right. and his car. That's how my boy Anti Yelchin died. Yeah, but not at the drive-thru. No, he yeah. was at his gate of his house yeah, and the but, car rolled. Yeah. I think he got out to get like mail or something like that and mm-hmm. the car fucking rolled and pinned him. It's not funny, but but like how how flimsy is your car yeah. if you fucking are leaning over to get something and your car tips over? Maybe it was a maybe it was a hefty fella. I mean, he would have to be, yeah. right? Maybe he was very dense and top. Listen, heavy. I'm very I'm I'm a, I'm a big boy. I'm a fucking hoss. I think so you're very dense. I'm a, I'm a no, I'm a hoss man and and I'm the big hoss Are you man. one of the four hoss men? Why don't they call them that? They should. That should be a big, that should a be big guy group. over in AEW, the hoss man. That's enough wrestling talk. What? Oh, shit. <laughs> you have to put a penny in the wrestling jar. Damn. <laughs> Yo, let's do that. Let's start a... Let's get a jar. All right, go ahead. So that's death number three. Death number one again, uh, falling down a crack in the steps. Okay. Death number two, falling into a boiling hot spring. All right. While you're trying to jump a uh, a gap. Yeah. Death number three, you're reaching to get something from the drive-thru, and you fall, and you get pinned between the, right. the McDonald's and your car. So, Jackson Wells, you who me. died the worst? You, no, I ask you. Oh, I ask you. Mm-hmm. Who died the worst? Okay. This is an easy one for me. This is an easy one? It's not. It's hard for it's, me. It's very easy. I, I, I know the first one that we eliminate. Ready? On the count of three. Ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Stairs. One. Yeah. Yes. Number one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we get rid of that one. Uh-huh. Now it's between... The boiling and and the thing. Now you would some people would go with well, the dough, the boiling. My thing is is that's me. I'm somebody. You are at McDonald's. Okay, look, you know. My answer is number three. Okay. All right. My answer is number three because you know. Look, I know if I fall into a volcano, it's gonna fucking suck. Yes, I'm gonna die instantly. Mm-hmm. Okay. But this guy is at a McDonald's. Yeah, you never want to die at McDonald's. It's a bad now, look. No, you think, wh- 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 how did he die? Oh, heart attack, right? Big f- yeah. big fella, right? No, his car tipped over because he fucking dropped his whatever he dropped. Probably money. I'm guessing probably money. Probably his credit card. Yeah, probably dropped his credit card. And his fucking car tipped over and he fucking got pinned and he died. That's easily the, the worst fucking you, way. You know how you fix this problem? You don't be fat and go to McDonald's. Uh, maybe We don't know this guy was Get fat. Uber Eats. Uh, maybe it was on an incline. Uh, who knows? No, they wouldn't um, do that. They wouldn't fucking build. They wouldn't build. Maybe he was McDonald's. riding up on a curb or something. Maybe it was like a narrow drive. But it, but, but, but I don't know. what kind of curb? No, yeah, don't they don't have it. Like- but here's here's the way you you make this never happen. DeLorean. You can just open the door. It'll go up. Convertible. Yeah. Helicopter. Yeah. Go to McDonald. Go to the McDonald's drive through in a helicopter. <laughs> And you don't have to worry about just this. Just land on the roof. Yeah. Uh, tank. You can't. Yeah. You're not fucking tipping you're not tip tank over, over a tank. Yeah. So yeah, uh, death number two reminded me of what I think might be the worst death we've ever covered. Yeah. So that dude worst. fell in the fucking. No, he ran in after a dog. A dog ran into like the hot springs and the hot springs. And he wanted to go save the dog, and he couldn't. Obviously, the dog was already dead. And he, but he instinctively ran in to go after him, and he comes out and he's like pulling down his socks, and his skin's coming off with the socks, and he fucking. Just boiled to death, basically. Yeah, and that's, I think that's the worst who died, the worst death ever. Like we've done, we've always brought back like the funny ones, like the guy who stabbed was the Jean Baptiste Lully, yeah. the, the the patron saint of who we, died the worst. God, we gotta get T-shirts of him. Who uh, 
who got gangrene in his leg because he stabbed it with his staff, and then he didn't <laughs> want to. He didn't want to get his leg amputated because he, he couldn't dance. He couldn't dance. Like, I with can't it. dance. Uh, no, I, I'm yeah. going to dance. I need to dance. It's been a while since we invoked the uh, the patron saint of who died the worst, Jean Baptiste. Listen, I, I understand that that it's really bad to boil, but homeboy was at McDonald's. And the car tipped off. Yeah, on him. I get you. Yeah, that's really bad, and it's embarrassing. And, and worst of all, he probably didn't even get to eat his food. Right? No, he didn't get to eat his yeah. food. He wasn't <laughs> like, oh, fuck, hurry up, hurry up, give me that fucking McDouble. Do you think they uh, listen? They... Hold on, mm -hmm. you die. You fall in that fucking that that thing of boiling water. You die instantly. You're yeah. dead. Heart attack. Fucking, it just kills you. Right? Boom. You're gone. You're boiling. Everything's done. You're not sitting there like ah. You're not thinking. It just kills you instantly. You're dead. All right. Unless you if you're getting slowly dipped in, that's one thing. Like the guy with the socks and the, you know. Yeah. Well, he he died later. Like right. He, yeah. But but this guy had to fucking die instantly. We don't even know. He could be still alive. He could still be alive out there. So he's He could be unbreakable. He, he well, right. the water was that guy's weakness actually. Uh well, oh yeah, Mr. Glass. Right? No, the other guy. Oh, the other guy. David Dunn. Anyway, uh, I'm going with three. Okay. Three's my guy. Well, you're, three. you're the you're the uh, you're the only vote now that listen, counts here. If you if you object to this, email us at murdermydude@gmail.com, or reach out to us on social media. Yeah, you know, at murdermydude at podcastmydude on Facebook. Most of our most of our shows have some like screenshot of of you know of mm -hmm. the episode, and so that'll be up this weekend. Do us a favor. Tell somebody. Yeah. Tell a friend. Tell a. Uh, other tell friend. a person that does things telephone tell a uh telegraph tell a i'm gonna i'm gonna use a, a term that uh my friends at the sanctuary in hazelton pennsylvania is tell a stunt fighter a stunt fighter a stunt fighter yeah. yeah okay so that's uh that's all we have um i hope you enjoyed this show if you did uh, a five-star review would be very welcome on uh whatever podcast service you're listening to or preferably apple Podcasts, itunes if you're using that that would really go a long way. And tell, it, tell somebody to. And if you like wearing clothes, mm -hmm. go to projecthumanoid.com and there is a murder my dude little button there. There's also a pedantic one. If you're like, hey, you know what? I feel like uh, wearing Get them while you can. I feel like, no. Are they going to stay there. around? They're going to stay. Why not? Okay. You know, I really like the logo. Okay. It's probably my favorite logo. Besides hey, maybe we can, uh, maybe we'll do a pedantic here and there. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, it's on hiatus. It's on hiatus. Um, but, and, and soon, we actually have a shop. I already have a shop up mm -hmm. for Cheesesteak Suplex. I just didn't add it to the website yet. It'll be up by this weekend. So by the time you're hearing this, it's already going to be there. So right. you'll have three options to buy shirts, buy all the shirts. Uh, check out our other show, Cheesesteak Suplex. It's coming soon. Uh, if you like silly banter, wrestling, sports, uh, you know, just fun, scrapple. Talking. Yeah, yeah, we like talk a lot about scrapple. We're, we don't even talk about scrapple. Yeah. We'll probably just eat it on November 9th. Yeah, which I think is National Scrapple. Day. I believe it is. Okay. So anyway, uh, I hope you enjoyed our show. Um, leave us messages, buy clothes, support us. Go to ProjectHumanoid.com. Buy us a robot. Buy us a robot. And, um, yeah. And, uh, I, I don't know. I guess we'll see you next time. With more murder. My dude.
All right, so I'm going to do a YouTube video special. Okay. I'm going to do like things like pulling a rabbit out of a hat, okay. sawing a woman in half. Oh, okay. Making people disappear and all that. Oh. But I'm going to do it in a living room in Philadelphia. Oh. And I'm going to call it Poller Tricks. We don't talk about politics on this show. Yeah, we got too politrical. Is that the word? <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs>